Welcome to the official Kentucky Lake Economic Development Podcast for Marshall County, Kentucky with founder and CEO Josh Tubbs. Visit KLEDC.com to learn more about opportunities for your site selection project in the Marshall County community located in Western Kentucky. All right, well, thanks for joining us. Uh, today we're with Mitch Mays, who's the administrator for the Tennessee Tom Bigby Waterway Development Authority and president for the Tennessee Tom Bigby Waterway Development Council. Mitch is from Carbon Hill, a small town in Northwest Alabama. Mitch served in the United States Air Force and the Alabama Air National Guard for over 20 years, retiring in 2012. He earned an associate's degree from the Community College of the Air Force, a bachelor's degree from Wesley College in Dover, Delaware, and an MBA from William Carey University in Mississippi. He previously served as the project manager for the Talladega County Economic Development Authority and as executive director for the Franklin County Development Authority. Mitch has assisted, supported, and led economic development efforts that has led to the creation of over 6,000 new jobs and over $1.3 billion in capital investment. Mitch and his wife, Melissa, have been married for 28 years, and they have two great kids, Caleb and Ashlyn. And Mitch, we are just thrilled to have you here on our Kentucky Lake Economic Development Podcast. How are things your way? Everything is well, Josh, and I appreciate you uh, inviting me to participate in your podcast. Well, great. And so let's let's just jump right into it. Let's talk a little bit about Tennessee Tom Bigby Waterway. Uh, you know, folks who are listening to this uh, may not be familiar with the waterway. So can you kind of walk us through the geography of the waterway, a little bit of the history of the waterway? Uh, sure, sure. Uh, back in the uh, 1700s, uh, fur traders had, had discovered a, a route that would connect the Tennessee River to the Tom Bigby River. And of course, you know, a lot of commerce uh, moved by waterways, you know, bulk commerce back in those days. And so the thought, the idea was to try to connect those two rivers. You know, moving forward through the years, they, they kind of had fits and starts with, you know, doing the engineering and then looking at building it. Sometime after the World War II, they got serious about it and actually did the engineering and some of the studies on what would be the best route to do that. In the 1960s, things got a little more serious. The Tennessee Tom Bigby Waterway Development Authority was formed in 1958 to advocate and push for the creation of the Ten Tom Waterway. And that the effort led to the building of the Ten Tom Waterway, which connects the Tennessee River to the Tom Bigby River down around Demopolis, Alabama. So it took many years to build. It was very controversial when they were in the process of building it. It took, they started construction in 1970 and completed construction in 1984. The waterway actually opened in 1985. So in terms of, uh, you know, locks and dams and infrastructure, we're a fairly young uh, waterway. It's only been in operation for well, 35 years this year, in fact. So, so we're, you know, in a really good spot in terms of uh, our locks and dams being in good condition. And of course, uh, you know, that's very expensive, which you folks there in Western Kentucky know very well, because the Kentucky Lock and Dam is a, you know, $1.2 billion uh, capital investment. So, you know, we feel fortunate to have all of our locks and dams in very good condition and relatively young. You know, and I think what's really interesting about this this um, this waterway, the connection truly did open up a lot of opportunities to states in the southeast. But the impact, you know, it touches uh, and really strategically located, right, to serve 
23 states in the South and the Midwest. That's a, that's a, uh, big, the, that's a pretty big uh, impact. Uh, yes, it is. It, you know, we kind of consider our territory to be the Marine Highway 65 corridor, which is from Paducah to uh, Mobile. And uh, like you said, it opens up many states to the Tintom Waterway. And I'll give you a perfect example. You know, last year, uh, and you and I have discussed this in the past, you know, we had some shoaling on parts of the Tintom Waterway. And we were getting calls from companies in, in Pennsylvania wanting to know when their barges would be able to pass through to get up to Pennsylvania. Well, I mean, Pennsylvania is a long way from uh, Mississippi or you know, Mobile. So that really drove it home to us that how many different companies, not just in the southeast, but up in the northeast even, are using the Ten Tom Waterway to to, to move uh, their cargo and product. Yeah, that that truly has an impact nationwide, and 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 certainly you know even further. I mean, the, the things that are coming in on uh, oceanside ports that need to be uh, moved around the the U.S. via waterway, and you know certainly here in in West Kentucky when we look at the. Uh, the region and the importance of navigable waterways, such as, you know, the Tennessee River, the Cumberland River, the Ohio River, and the Mississippi River. I tell you, one of the one of the great advantages of the Tennessee Tom Bigby Waterway is that if we do see uh, or experience as we have, uh, you know, disruptions in the Mississippi River, uh, and, and whether it's a drought or flooding or whatever the case might be, boy, that Tennessee Tom Bigby Waterway with that access to Port of Mobile really does help out our large chemical manufacturing complex here in Calvert City. Absolutely. And, and that has happened in the past that the, ten, that the Mississippi River, well, it was a drought and the, and the river went dry in parts. And so the Mississippi R- River was shut down to navigation. And so, you know, you had a lot of barges and tows using the Tin Tom to get down to the Gulf Coast. And one thing I always like to remind people in Kentucky and Tennessee, and they, they don't, don't always think about this, but the Port of Mobile, even though it's in Alabama, is also the port that Kentucky and Tennessee companies use to go out to the world. So it's not just, you know, the Mississippi River that provides access to the Gulf. The Tin Tom Waterway through the Port of Mobile also provides uh, Gulf access to Kentucky and Tennessee companies. And, you know, that, that's something that's very important to remember. So, you know, you always have questions about, well, you know, why is the federal government, you know, helping the Port of Mobile to deepen their, their harbor and widen their channel? Well, it, it is an Alabama project, but it certainly benefits Kentucky and Tennessee and Mississippi as well and, and other you know, states uh, that, that have access through and from the Gulf through the Port of Mobile. Absolutely. You know, and I tell you, a, another interesting uh, observation here for us, of course, Kentucky Lake, you know, I'm not sure that Kentucky Lake, the main channel has, has frozen since the, the uh, Tennessee Tom Bigby Waterway connected us to that warmer water coming out of the Gulf of Mexico. So that's, that's kind of interesting for barge traffic, at least, because I really think that that plays a part. Now, I'm not a scientist and, and probably could not prove that, but I do know that, that our main channel does not freeze in the winter. So we're able to move those goods you know, up and down our river system year long. Uh, yeah, th- those are excellent points, Josh. And uh, like I said, we're, we're just in a, a unique position to you know, help 
states continue to grow with waterway access. You know, not everything can move by rail or by truck, but there are some things that are just more economical and makes more sense to move by water. And I think that opens up a lot of potential economic development for counties if they're willing to make the investments in the infrastructure, port facilities and such, if they'll make those, if they'll make those uh, investments. It is expensive, but it's something that needs to be done. So let's let's talk about ports and terminals along the the Ten Tom Waterway. How many how many ports and terminals are located along the the waterway, Mitch? Just on the Ten Tom Waterway itself, it's like I think thirteen. But then when you include the Tennessee River, you're probably getting up around uh, nineteen or twenty. You know, and what's what's so great about certainly the southeast as a whole is how, you know, river, rail, interstate all play such a major part of making the Southeast United States just very competitive for economic development, growth and projects. And, and certainly from an international standpoint, it, it puts a lot of attention on our, our sites and our facilities and, and just the logistics of what we can accomplish. Um, I think what's great about West Kentucky for certain is with those four rivers meeting there and having what's great is having, you know, that access to the, the port of New Orleans on the Mississippi side, but also the port of Mobile on the Tennessee Tom Bigby waterway side. Well, that's a tremendous advantage and it certainly made us a, a hub for a marine industry but also from a logistical standpoint, because I think you, you hit the nail on the head, the opportunities to move things, uh, not just by rail or interstate, and having that ability is certainly important in reaching uh, destinations all across the, the United States. Right, uh, and you, you, you touched on something that's, that's really important. You know, Western Kentucky has a long history of water, you know, waterborne transportation because of what you just mentioned. You, you have four rivers, the confluence, coming together in one spot, and that makes Kentucky very unique. How many other states have, you know, major rivers, you know, like the Tennessee, Ohio, Cumberland coming together with the Mississippi, uh, the, the granddaddy of them all? You know, that, that puts Kentucky in a very unique position for kinds of uh, development that other states could only hope for. Western Kentucky has, has been blessed with uh, you know great water resources, and we're we're proud that the Ten Tom Waterway has a has a part in that as well. You know, of course, the challenge to us is always you know making sure that the Corps of Engineers has the resources they need to maintain the channels and the the, the locks and dams, uh, you know, on the waterway. And to give you a good example, you know, the 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 council, which you're you're a member of, you, you'll you'll be the incoming chairman for next year, and the authority together taken a very strong stance in supporting uh, the building and renovation of the Kentucky Lock and Dam, which, you know, has taken years to, to, to get to the point it is and still has a couple more years until completion. But, you know, that's the kind of role that the authority and the council is there for, is to support that, which, you know, obviously benefits Kentucky greatly, but it benefits us as well because we have so much, so many businesses that use the Kentucky Lock to move their, uh, their, their product. Well, and certainly for us here in, in Marshall County on Kentucky Lake and, and, and right here, Kentucky Dam in our backyard, we certainly appreciate that support. Mitch, if there's something that you could say to companies who may be considering, let's, let's just say the Southeast, but certainly 
you know, West Kentucky as a site location, what's something you would tell a company or a company or a corporate decision maker or a site selector about the advantages of being here? Well, you know, workforce is always the biggest thing that any economic developer is going to talk about. And Western Kentucky is, is in a good position with regards to their workforce. You know, it doesn't matter where the site is. If you don't have good access to workforce, then that's going to be an issue. So it's not just availability, but uh, from you know all the research that I've done, Western Kentucky has good quality of workforce too. And that's something that sets you apart when you uh, factor in the workforce. And then, of course, having TVA is an advantage because they are very aggressive. If it's a, you know, the right kind of industry, TVA does offer some really good rates on power. And then, of course, the transportation is, is a very large advantage for any company because you have interstates, rail, and the confluence of four rivers all in one spot. You can literally get your product anywhere in the world you want to because of the advantages of the transportation and logistics available in Western Kentucky. All right, Mitch. Well, thanks for giving us your time on this episode. And we certainly look forward to working with you and and talking about the advantages of of the Tennessee Tom Bigby Waterway and, and recognize all your hard work in keeping us moving forward. So thanks for your time today. Well, I appreciate it, Josh, and uh, hope to get to see you sometime soon.